Ah, it's Deprogrammed, the podcast where we try to get you into an artist or band. Today's artist is TLC, and hard work worked for them. They got all the way to the top, and hard work can work for you. Hard Work Works Fitness app, free download on your app store, and only $9.99 a month. It's a two-week free trial currently. Get on that jack and get yourself jacked. Actually, I'm... I'm for real going to get on board because the dieting during this this whole quarantine thing not working. I need to work out. <laughs> it's not going well. So I'm going to work out and Joe is going to help me. Hard work works fitness. Check it out. Hashtag join the hustle. That's enough of that. Love Joe, but we got to move on today. More important things. TLC, actually, I think I plopped them up on the list. Because um, a few years ago, I had been listening to the albums as I was walking just for fun. And I put them up on the suggested list. And I think, Sarah, one of your last appearances before the last appearance, you said, I'd love to do TLC. So talk to me about TLC and your relationship with them. So TLC was among the first cds i ever got you know when you have your your big christmas gift in the and the year you get a like a stereo tlc was in that first batch and i i don't i i can't imagine my parents selected it for me i'm sure i asked but my it was um crazy sexy cool was one of the first like four cds i got along with boys to men too and <laughs> arrows and um aerosmith the, the one with the red cover and the name is of course out of my mind. And I can't remember what the fourth CD was, but it would really shock me if it wasn't uh, Alanis Morissette. <laughs> and um, so because I had those four CDs and they were constantly going through, you know, constantly rotating and um, they, uh, and crazy sexy cool was constantly in my disc man. There was like an entire summer that I spent by the pool. And I want to say it was in those like, cusp pubescent years early on when you still want to like play and run around but you want to desperately want to be cool but you don't know how to do it and TLC was just was just like the 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 tits I guess this is this way like not you know probably the most eloquent way to say it but they were just the, the epitome of cool at the time in the 90s um I just loved everything about it and, and dedicated my whole I don't know formative pubescent phase to them not in a sexy way but you know there was a lot as i'm listening to these albums one of those things where i was like why didn't i oh i guess i was probably way too young to be singing these lyrics but i knew all of them so i i i feel like asking my mom about that actually <laughs> what was it like listening to me let's listen to this stuff all right Brian. Yeah, i don't know if she didn't notice or just assumed i didn't know but maybe i mean all right. Yeah, she was right. <laughs> so when we did Arcade Fire, uh, I was talking to Sarah about doing this episode, TLC, and we didn't have a third. And you almost immediately said, I I'll do that one. So first of all, how did you miss TLC on the big board? But uh, follow up, uh, talk to me about your relationship with TLC. Why are you here today? Um, are we talking to me now? I missed that part yes. where I was introduced here. Yes, oh, sorry sir. about that. <laughs> uh, 
same I, the same album really for Crazy Sexy Cool. I remember seeing the video um, for Ain't Too Proud to Bag on MTV like probably a year prior to that. But I mean, I was a kid. I just saw a video. We, we saw a lot of videos back then. But then I remember my sister bought Crazy Sexy Cool, and I remember like I do every fucking song from that from that album, and that it was one of those albums that everybody had. Like Sarah said, just like. That, that era, like in the mid-90s, everybody had the same albums. So uh, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't I didn't know what Red Light Special meant. The only thing I knew a Red Light Special was was like the roast beef part at fucking Golden Corral. You know, I was like, yeah, <laughs> give me that meat. Yeah. So, but, yep, I was just singing songs about fucking as an 11-year-old boy. So it's cool. So sort of similar. I I never had the connection, apparently, that either of you all had uh, had with TLC, but I connected with them. So uh, what about your friends? And in the singles from Ooh on the TLC tip, I connect, yeah. I, those found me early on. Uh, never enough to get into the group, but enough that they were well on my radar by the time Crazy Sexy Cool comes out. And I don't remember exactly the order of... Uh, the singles, but Creep, Red Light Special, as those start hitting the airwaves, I'm like, oh, man, they really grew up, uh, at least sound-wise, and just enjoying, I always hate saying this, but their brand of feminism. Um, yeah. Which, as, I, as I'm listening to their music, I realize that they're kind of the first wave of girl power without the peace signs, like... I, I feel like TLC gave way to the Spice Girls more than people realize, maybe. Um, I, I don't think it's an apples to, to oranges comparison, but I, I realized that that they opened the door for, for girl power. I, I saw you nodding, Sarah, so I was seeing... It's funny you said that. I thought the exact same thing about the Spice Girls. And I don't know if it was like a, a phrase or... You know, I mean, did they use the phrase girl power? I can't even say for sure, but I never had made that connection until I listened to them again as an adult, which seems weird to me because TLC continued to stay integrated through my music <laughs> throughout my childhood. And, and then the Spice Girls jumped in there at some point. And for whatever reason, I never connected the two together, probably because of the way that um, Richmond divided up their radio stations. Oh, that my and um you know th this being pre-streaming things sort of got segmented out for us so it is entirely possible that TLC lived on the hip hop station and Spice Girls were on the pop channel. I know that TLC was you know high circulating in pop too, but for whatever reason they just that that connection was never made until I was like this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean they they were pretty heavily uh, R and B. I mean they were on the the face record yeah. shit. So, yeah. Um, but I, I like, I, I I never really realized until in retrospective, which what we're all talking about really. But it's like black feminism, from yeah. Women, like you just it's not a, it's not a voice you even hear a lot today. It was just like this weird, and not weird. It's not weird to be about black feminism, but it was it was like so in your face in a way that the Spice Girls are more all inclusive kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. but TLC, what like you had En Vogue, you had these great R and B groups but they they weren't really like i don't know i wouldn't i don't really say en, en vogue was like a feminist group or speaking for like black women but like tlc were i think absolutely and i made the 
the I think the direct comparison is Salt and Peppa into TLC. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, I I think it's lost how important TLC was as you said, for black women being out in front and being so open and then losing left eye when we did, uh, which is why we, we didn't include uh, the last TLC record because no left eye. Is it really TLC? I, I'm out. I respect them for doing it. I really do. Um, it is their, their group, you know, uh, but the L in TLC is left eye. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Well, you know, it's interesting that you guys mentioned the the black feminism angle. There are a few times when I was listening and I thought, oh, man, I wonder what. And not just because, you know, we lost left eye, but also just thinking about, like, how did how would this have progressed? How would this be received today? And um, especially because there's so much movement and. Um, uh, stemming from that exact time in music, you know, when you're looking at some of these um, sociopolitical issues with like surviving R. Kelly and um, when, you know, young black girls go missing and all, all of this social justice and things that are being addressed finally after long last and hopefully continually from now on um, that era, a lot of that sort of started in that same time. And it's, it's really fascinating to look at it from that standpoint too, but we don't have time to get into all that research. No, probably shouldn't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. But I, uh, to your point, I would love to hear what Left Eye would have to say about today. Like, yeah. just, I mean. She, she probably would have burned the White House down, which would have been great. <laughs> you know? You know, there there's some places where they've we've seen some progress, and there's some places where, you know, it's like, has anything got improved? So, um yeah, it would be really interesting. And, and, and to have that snapshot, you know, is one of the really great things about listening to your throwback jams, you know? Yeah. So with that, uh, we decided, actually, Brian, you decided, I agreed that we're going with 15 songs here. So Sarah, what was it like putting your 15 songs together as you start going through this? Surprisingly balanced. Um, I thought that I would have a lot more on fan mail and crazy, sexy, cool. Um, but I was able to keep them pretty even, which sort of surprised me because I have such deep emotional connections to those two albums and not so much the first or the last. But yeah, it kind of uh, it balanced for me. I was surprised. Well, that works. Uh, Brian? I had a lot more from the first record than I, than I expected because I remember I... I, I listened to it. I never owned it, but like I had Crazy Sexy Cool and I heard stuff from fan mail when it came out. But like their first album, the, the stuff I heard, I was just like, this is okay. But like revisiting it now, it's fucking good. Yeah. It, I, I originally had more songs from that than I had any, any other record, which I was very surprised about. So oh, can we take a moment and have a shout out for like the intros and the outros? Oh, yeah. I don't there's, think a I lot, there's a lot of interludes on there too. Yeah, and you know they just sort of made the. I I really am appreciating them, and I'm thinking this is this is a several times I thought these are well produced and yeah. fun, and they they added another layer to the record. Um, I, it was a very, it was an inherently '90s R&B hip hop thing. Yes. to have all the interludes. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a lost art these days. I think '50s like '50s first record had some on there, and that was the last one. 
I can recall that had like consistent interludes and, and skits and stuff. So as I'm putting my list together, uh, again, I leaned heavily on the first two. I enjoyed fan mail and this was the first time I'd ever given fan mail uh, once through like all the way. Like I, I'd heard the, the radio songs, your unpretties. Well, really only no scrubs and unpretty. Like yeah. I believe there's one or two others, but those were the only two I'd heard. So I was familiar with those two. Um, I was surprised with how good 3D was as a record. Uh, like it felt like a complete record. But then like as I'm busting it up to try to include stuff into the conversation, I found, well, they kind of do everything I need on the first three records. And yeah, I still had s- some stuff from 3D um, for fairness purposes. But of the records, that one's got the least for sure. So all right, here it goes. You brought it up. I go, I'm I'm talking about it. Okay. So 3D, I didn't know anything about this record. I didn't even know it existed until we talked about doing the show. Mm-hmm. So I looked into it, and it's a posthumous record for Left Eye. What the what they did was they took her un like her unfinished solo tracks and integrated them into the album. And there's something inherently wrong for me. Oh, I don't that. like that. It's like yeah, I don't like that at all. And and. Like if I if, if I had my solo shit recorded and then I died and like one of my bands recorded it, I would be pissed. Like I wouldn't be pissed because I'd be dead. But like <laughs> it would be so disrespectful to me that that happened. And so I like uh, in principle, I don't have anything from that album on my list because that's shit that was supposed to be Left Eye and not TLC. And if they I wanted, didn't know if, that. If they wanted to make a record, they should have changed their name or just made it without her entirely. So. All right. I'm, I'm protesting that record forever. So I knew it was posthumous, but I didn't uh, know that she hadn't recorded it was, anything. It was it was from her like like two two solo uh, records she was working on. Man, oh man, oh well. Now I feel like I have to go redo this. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just not gonna. We're, we're not gonna connect on any of those songs for me. Oh, that's, okay, that's no. But I do have two songs that I'll if you guys bring them up. I'm not gonna hate you, hate you for it. So I, I still have, I still listen to it, and still pick some songs off it, even though it's against my principles. But I, that yeah. definitely sours me on it too. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But uh, I, I'm I'm sure that T. Boz and and Chili thought that they were doing right. But me personally, that would be a huge no for me. Well, kind of like Sarah alluded, like it's one thing if you. Are t- to make a posthumous record where it's sh- these were TLC songs that she was yeah, working the, on, the stuff that they were working on together, or that stuff that Left Eye was l- laying down for their record. But the fact that it came from her un- unreleased solo stuff really just that's gross. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was walking around the neighborhood yesterday and listening to it. And I'm just like, I I Googled it and I was like, I, I hate this now. Like I I just can't get into it. Like I, I'm against this whole thing on principle. At least, like their their the last record they put out, which we didn't even include, they didn't even try to bring Left Eye into it. Like, right. That that's fine with me. I mean, they should still change their name, but whatever. Like, they didn't try to like use her tracks to still live off that shit, and I just that so that that's better for me than than taking her solo stuff and and making it yours. Well, I guess uh, even to that point, I I was reading up on some stuff about fan mail. And fan mail almost didn't happen essentially because she uh-huh. she was working on uh, solo stuff I think and I think mm-hmm. Chili was 
Chili was dating the producer or something, and it, it it fan mail almost blew up in their faces, essentially. Yeah. So, I that just does leave that leaves a really sour taste in my mouth about that. I'm right sorry now. to drop to drop that bomb on y'all, but like I've been sitting on that this whole weekend. I'm just like I'm gonna get on there, I'm gonna <laughs> ruin the show. <laughs> well, I mean, and I will say this: it's not like I'm, I have a ton. I'm a huge Left Eye fan. Like Left Eye is what made TLC for me. Like you, you can't do that without her for me. Yeah. Well, I guess with that, we'll move into (laughs) deprogrammed. The name of the game is deprogrammed. Uh, We have each combed through the four records and picked out 15 songs that we're now going to mash against each other in an attempt to create a top 10 starter kit, three albums for Brian. (laughs) Uh, And uh, with that, I think, I think I'm going to start here. I don't know that it's necessarily my favorite, but, it's the one I think of all the time. Every time I think of TLC, creep. I have it. I mean, you 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 know me in singles, but it's a fucking undeniably great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I've got it. it has to it be. Def- it definitely still slaps today. Absolutely. So. Well, and and that was the thing it, is if it didn't hit me the same way, then I might not have had it. But it's still a great tune. And I was listening to it just before we started the show. I was just listening to it just because, not for the show, just because. I still I yeah. still love that tune. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. Let's get the negativity out of the way. All right. Sarah? All right. I'm going to do, I'm going to knock out my 3D one since I know Brian won't agree. Um, yep. Turntable. You know what? Nope. I don't have it, but it was one I considered. Okay. I don't have that. It. Was that was not one of my two that I will allow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. All right, Brian. All right, uh, I'm gonna go to. I, I hate the fake saxophone sound they use <laughs> on the song. I always have since I was a kid. But I love this song so much, but I still can't get over that fucking saxophone sound. Because I know they had real horns on Creep. I don't know why they did it on this song. <laughs> dig it, dig it on you. Oh, digging on I you. I have it. Digging on you. I don't. But this, it opens God, up I love that. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you use a real horn? Like, I know you have them. God, that album was tough. I don't have it's, it, but it goes yeah. to the conversation. So. It's a good one. Yeah, it, it, it was definitely one of the ones I threw on the list without even thinking about. Um, I never gave two thoughts to the fake saxophone, it's, though. I, so I, now I you've ruined it for me. <laughs> no, it's still good. It's still a good song, but like I, I just giggle every time I hear it. It, just, it sounds like a MIDI saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a very accurate description of what it is. <laughs> so I'm going to go here. I'm going to go to fan mail. And I mentioned this because it's one of the singles, but... This was almost a throwaway single when it came out. Like, I remember it coming out. I remember hearing it. I remember being impressed by what the song is about. This time coming back to it, remembering what it was about and listening to it, being impressed with the song. Unpretty. I've got it. I never liked that song. Like, I I, I, I like what it's about. I just that song never struck me in any in any way. I don't know, maybe because I'm so pretty, but <laughs> I don't know. Let me tell you, if you were a teenage girl and you heard that song, it was your soul. I totally get it. Like I understand why it was a hit song. I understand why people like it. It just it never it never hit me in any way. It's funny that 
that that that song and the meaning of that song can still be so freaking relevant. Like women, yeah. women still can't just be women. Like they have to be pretty women. They have to be. They can't just be who the hell they are. Still, yeah. what twenty years later? That's insane. Yeah. And I certainly understand what it's like to feel ugly or or and all that. I mean, we all know my struggles with body dysmorphia, but it, I, for some reason, that song just I, I, I can't. I just don't like it. Well, it made it to the conversation, so. <laughs> You can pick a bone with it later. All right, Sarah? Dirty Dirty. Uh. Is that one of your 3D ones? Nope. I don't have uh. it. I don't have that one either. You're killing me. <laughs> I like that you're you're taking the misses. You're going for the misses first. I like that. You know, let's just get, get it out of the way. <laughs> let's, just, let's just make Brian happy first. <laughs> then we can get on with the show. All right, Brian? Uh... Again, it's a single. I still, it still slaps real hard for me. Uh, what about your friends? Uh, yeah, yep. Oh, I cut it. Yeah. Oh, and it hurt me, but I cut it. What about your friends? It's a good song. It's, it's good, but I couldn't shake the thought of it starting up a sitcom, and therefore, <laughs> yeah. like, it, so I, it kind of like, it just felt very like it, it belonged in front of a. TV show, so that oh, I I had it and I had to cut it, so it's discussion for sure. I'm I'm sure I will let it through when it comes up. Fair enough. All right, I'm going to stay on that album. Then we've talked about it twice now, and we talked about black feminism, uh, feminism in general. Ain't too proud to beg. See that? I got it. That's the single I cut because that song doesn't really do much for me, and, and that's like the first song I ever heard from them. Like I saw the video, like left eye had the condom mm-hmm. on her left eye in the video. Uh, I just, I never, that song just never hit me. I don't okay. know. I, I think they have better versions of what that song is supposed to be on that record. But. Okay. All right. Well, it moves to the conversation. All right. Sarah? Switch. Yes. Crazy Switch. Yes. Uh, oh, I didn't cut it. I thought I, I thought that was one of the ones I cut. Yeah, I got that shit. And a switch. That's right. I cut something from fan mail to, so I wouldn't have to cut switch. <laughs> All right. Brian? All right. Uh, I picked this song entirely because of Andre 3000, which is one early, early uh, use of that man, that genius of a man. Uh, something Wicked This Way Comes. Yep. The closing track. Yep. Got it. ATL. We're going full ATL in here. I don't know if the rest of the song lives up to his opening verse, but like the fact that he's on it and it's such a huge record and this is before Outcast became like fucking worldwide. Yeah. Just love it. Yeah. Don't love anything with Andre 3000 on it. Right? I can't ignore the man. <laughs> he, I, he's uh, musically, he plays every instrument and he's just one of the greatest rappers of all time. Period. Ryan, have you ever seen him live? No, I would love to. It's like face melting. Like they, um, okay. Well, we're, I don't want to go off on an outcast tangent, but um, yeah, the way that they are live is incredible. I I, I love outcasts. I want to see them live. I just don't like white people. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I saw them at Hangout Fest, and the only reason I was able to really get a good look was because um, they had mistakenly booked me in the wrong room, and therefore they upgraded me for free. Nice. <laughs> So that, that was like it was pure luck. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the listeners put this one out too. I 
this song's impossible for me to ignore. I'm going fan mail again. No scrubs. I got it too, man. I, it, again, it's a big hit song, but it's fucking slaps. Dude. It's a great song. Yep. You can't ignore that one, right? And nah. I mean, when it's so big that it spawned a parody that's not Weird Al, like No Pigeons was. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. What a terrible song that is. I don't want them pigeons. Ugh. But nah, man. Like it's. It's still it's still used in memes today. Yeah. Like words from that song. I mean, it's an iconic song. Yeah. Yeah, it be- it became part of the uh, the cultural lexicon for sure. I think that like outside of waterfalls, I think that's their biggest song. Like that was like withstood the test of time. Yeah, you know what? N- yeah, I yeah. think that might be like the de- the definitive TLC song. Uh, when you mention them, may- maybe creep, but I I think that was a bigger hit. I think. Yeah, fair. All right, Sarah. All right. Well, since we're talking singles, waterfalls made my list. It did not make mine just because I had to make room for other album cuts on Crazy Sexy Cool. But yeah, I think it was the the cultural iconism that held it on for me. The Justin. video's great. I mean, yeah. So this was a uh, calculated risk. I I cut it off um, between radio play, between the fact that you can still hear it, and I mean. Uh, it's a great tune. I guess I was kind of hoping Brian would save me. I, that's the best best way I can put it. So, I, I mean, I wrestled with it because it's you know the show. So much I come back to the premise of the game, right? Like, what are we doing? We're introducing people to this, and uh, yeah, it, it hung on for me. I, Man, like, I am just swinging and missing today, y'all. I wanted to add. I wanted to add it just because of the reference of the nice guys with the Michael Keaton character, where he just. References to like all, all all the TLC hit songs. Yes, hilarious to me. <laughs> but all right, Brian. All right, uh, I will go with fan mail. Uh, I'm good at being bad. Mm. Nope. Got it. Okay. This is very interesting. This is a lot of uh... the like the thing with fan mail to me. I like that record. I don't love it. I think it's just. Crazy Sexy Cool is a better version of that, and they they, they didn't they didn't they didn't follow it up well for me. Uh, I, I mean, outside of No Scrubs, which is a monumental song, but the rest of it's just like I've heard this before. I think the big thing is the chaos that was happening in the group, and yeah. it, it really plays out. Like one of the things I noticed, is, and that's why I pointed out that 3D. While I hate it now, <laughs> you're welcome with the new information, but. 3D feels like a complete record, whereas fan mail does not. Fan mail, I mean, Crazy Sexy Cool does because with all the interludes and everything, and uh, ooh on the TLC tip, same. But fan mail doesn't feel like a complete record. It feels like there's some just straight bangers in there. You got your no scrubs, uh, you got your unpretty that I really enjoy, and then it's just kind of a mismatch of a couple other songs. So yeah, and they they used a lot more producers on that record uh-huh. than any other record as well. Like they, they, they used their original team they worked with on their first two, but then they also kind of brought in some new people. And it was, I think it was too many cooks for me. Yep. And it really plays that way. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. All right. I think I'm going to go ahead and dive into the, the couple 3d picks I, I made here. Cause I think we're just about safe. Uh, I got quickie. No. 
Nope. I had it. Oh. I'll put it in the conversation because because uh, Sarah had it. So. All right. You guys can have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it officially gets us out of NTP, but it will be the first one to get cut if if we pull anything else through. Goddamn right it will. Which we better. All right. <laughs> Sarah? Uh, back to the beginning. Um, this is how it should be done. Off of, ooh. Mm, no. no. How's it, how, that, that, that was a cut, a hard cut for me. Oh. I think I cut something that I didn't mean to cut. All right. Poor Sarah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm what? starting to question my identity. <laughs> all right. Brian? Uh, all right. Baby, baby, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't have it. I love it, but I didn't have it. Good one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. Uh, how about Silly Ho? I, I I really wanted to like that song, but I don't. <laughs> I like it, but I cut it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Into the trash it goes. Perhaps um, where it belongs. Sarah. Come on down, fan mail. Uh, nope. Mm, nope. I'm telling you, why, I, <laughs> why did I show up today? <laughs> All right. Brian? All right. Uh, speaking of feminism, uh, his, sto- his story on who won the TLC tip. No. The song is ba- basically about, like, it doesn't matter what happens in the relationship. They're always going to take his story. Yeah. And that'll be the truth. And, I mean, it definitely foreshadowed a lot of shit that Left Eye went through. It did. And I love the message. Well, I don't love the message. But I love, you know, that they, like, took that the time to make that message. Who was the intro referring to? Did you catch that? No, I, I don't know. Up and then I ran off of something shiny. I have to look into that. But no, I, I liked and appreciated the song, but it didn't make it for me. If it if we would have had twenty, it would have made it. Yeah, I, for sure. Like I, I was like, maybe I made the bad call with the fifteen, but I was like, twenty would be easy. It, it would have been a lot easier for me to do twenty. It, like yeah. fifteen is what made it harder for me. So. Uh, okay. Uh, I keep passing over this one. Red light special. Oh yeah, I've got it, and that's yeah. my last one, actually. Did you say that is your last one? Yeah, everything on my list has been cut up for discussion or passed. Oh yeah, I guess I have a couple left. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm done. All right, and we're... but yes, red light. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's a great song. I was thinking about fucking at 11 years old. So. <laughs> right. Same. And I I still make a reference to that song. I made it last week. Uh, my roommate got the Amazon lights that you can tell Alexa to change the light colors on it. And it was red. And I was like, what do you give him the red light special? And she didn't get it. And I'm like, I hate the youth. <laughs> you crazy kids. Yeah. All right. Brian, you want to try one out there? See what you got. All right. I got, that's the way we like them. Oh man. Nope. I nope. obviously have nothing. Right. To contribute anymore. So, I'm just going to bounce these last couple off of Brian. Okay. Um, case of the fake people. Ah, that that was that was the one my last cut from that record. Shock that monkey. 
I got to talk to that monkey. All right. Is it a combo? Don't that was a tough cut for me. It's good. <laughs> it's a, it that's is, a good, it is. It's a good introduction to the band. Like, yeah. I mean, really. Yeah, it is. It is. You're right. Don't pull out on me yet. No. Nice double. It's on my honorable mentions, but no, it never made it. All right. And then these last two, see if uh, I found Brian's two for 3D. Hey, 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 hey. No. Girl talk. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm going to put girl talk over in the conversation. And I'm going to drop quickie, even though it legitimately made the list. Just for the sake of being all inclusive here. I'm fine with that one going through. Well, it may not yet. I'm just putting it to the conversation. Huge asterisk over my left eye. <laughs> not why it should go at all. All right. So we've got. Do you want to clear? Go ahead and clear yours out, Brian. Yeah, but, I have. Uh, let's see, bad by myself. Let's do it again. Oh, let's do it again. That was a that was a squeaker for me. And then my life. From Bando. All right. So, and my other one that I would allowed from 3D was damaged. Ah, uh, that was definitely one that had gotten through on my first round. All right. So we got five here. Creep, switch, something with this with uh, something wicked this way comes. Easy for me to say. Red light special and no scrubs all the way through. All right. So we we don't really need anything else from Crazy Sexy Cool to go through. Is well, what you're yeah, saying. that was good. Yeah. And well, and the only thing that is still in the conversation is digging on you anyway. So that's a great song. If you want to laugh with that terrible <laughs> sound, listen to it. But it's also a great song. But I think I think we got that one good and covered. Uh, so we got let's see one, two, three, four, six, seven that we need to trim down to five. So let's do we bother getting anything from three D, even though we have the one Brian approved song. Well, you already know how I feel about this, man. I feel no, like I'm cutting it. Let's get rid of it. Same, same. <laughs> All right. So now we have five. Did you go through? You said we we need five, and we have six. That'll be easy. So we we got to make one cut here from these unpretty shock that monkey. What about your friends? Ain't too proud to beg, baby, 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 and I'm good at being bad. What? Unpretty should go through. Uh, I'm good at being bad should go through, just so we have that record represented, I think. Okay. Um, I think Shock That Monkey should go through. Yeah. Okay. So that- um, Because I, I really didn't want to cut it, but I, I had to. And we had what, what About Your Friends and Baby, Baby, Baby? And Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Or the, so one of those, one of these has to go. What About Your Friends, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, Baby, Baby, Baby has to go into the trash. Well, I... I like I said about Ain't You to Beg, it was never been a song I liked from them. So, but I'm fine with it going through as well, because I don't want to just take over this whole show. <laughs> uh, now, how, how much do we have of fan mail? Three. So right now we have four from Crazy Sexy Cool, three from fan mail, and if we pull the two from Ooh, then we've got three for Ooh, which I think is pretty balanced. That's pretty good, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. You just gotta figure out which one's going, though. Which one's leaving the list. So it sounds like Baby 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 is in. That the fight is between what about... Because I remember Sarah saying uh, it, 
it what about your friends reminds her of a sitcom like a sitcom intro unless i'm completely misreading the situation that you know know, that's what i that's what i thought but it does have a good solid message you know i mean i can i'll allow it i just it isn't my favorite so let's go into my debate it's more of a hip-hop song it wasn't my my pick but i think it's a a more diverse pick to make because what about your friends is like a pretty standard kind of hip-hop r&b song but like age better beg is more of a hip-hop song i remember thinking what about your friends could have been done by another group but i feel like ain't too proud to beg has to be done by tlc i honestly did for the longest time i for, i didn't realize that they did that song until uh probably when um like probably after crazy sexy school came out i was like oh i like that song that's tlc oh shit i didn't even know so, yeah, I, I agree with you there. That is a great point, and I think that's the selling point here. So that gives us our 10. Creep, switch, something this wicked this way comes. Why can't I say that right the first time? <laughs> Red light special, no scrubs, unpretty, I'm good at being bad, shock that monkey, ain't too proud to beg, baby, baby, baby. And, Sarah, I'm putting the f- uh, fire to your feet, your feet to the fire, whatever the saying is. <laughs> You're on fire right now. <laughs> What, what's, oh, no. <laughs> what's the number one with a bullet? Creep. Ooh, okay. What are you thinking, Brian? I was is it between creep or, or no scrubs. I, I would much prefer creep to be it though. Okay, I'm with uh, it. Fi- finally, a song called Creep that I like. <laughs> and is acceptable uh now creep is exactly what i was thinking too so all right i think yeah i think it's it's completely on brand and it's it's fucking that's tlc (laughs) it's it's them at their best so i mean even just like the opening like horns are just like you you already know what song that is like nobody has to even sing it's so good oh 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 yeah oh god so what creep yeah god now i'm gonna be listening to that later again i I was very much enjoying my my revisiting of tlc it it, absolutely it's fun i hate the the negative connotation of 3d now i'll never go back to that one but i i feel like revisiting specifically ooh and crazy sexy cool that's gonna happen a lot because those are just fun records and they're a, a, as Sarah said before, it's a great snapshot of that era. And the fact that they, they can be a snapshot of the era, but still play well today. I love that. It's not, it's not 100% nostalgia working here. It's just, these are good tracks. Yeah. It's not like you throw it on. It's like, Oh, throwback James. It's like, no, this is fucking still good. Yeah. It's better than a lot of shit that's on like out right now for sure. Well, uh, Brian, I just messaged you earlier about your next uh, foray, likely, probably. Mm-hmm. Metric, finally going to happen. Very excited about that. And then we keep talking about St. Vincent, but I keep not putting the panel Ooh. together. So <laughs> I would, I would, I could talk about St. Vincent for hours. So I know those two for sure are on your horizon. Uh, I know there's some stuff again up up for you, Sarah, but I I think a lot of your stuff is just kind of sitting waiting on a, a second panel member. 
So I don't know if there's one that you like really want to do that you want to put out there that's like, hey, jump on this. Yeah, you know, in the sad aftermath of the postponed Alanis Morissette Liz Fair concert, I bet I could get a friend to join me for Liz Fair. Ooh, okay. All right. I'm into that. I'll throw that up on the board. I thought you were going to say Alanis because Alanis is somebody I've been dying to Alanis dive hasn't into. been done yet? No. Nope. Oh, shut the front door. All right, that's happening. <laughs> and I, I imagine it's not going to be hard the second I put her name up there. Somebody's going to jump on probably. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. dibs. Hard dibs. All right. I've been dying to get into Alanis. I loved Jagged Little Pill. I never followed her after other than, you know, a few singles here and there. To. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there, but... <laughs> oh, okay. Well, spoilers. Jagged Little Pill is, is, is peak Alana. Look, Except she... for when she played God in that one movie. Yeah, in... Uh, Dogma. Dogma. Yeah. Uh, long story short, she got happy. And we all know how that shit works with artists. When they get yeah, happy. you gotta yeah. have good and depressed. Yeah. On drugs, sad, suicidal, good. So happy. Trifecta if you can get it, yeah. Yeah. So this was pretty um, agreeable. We we blew through this, and honestly, like I, I'm just kind of drawing it out at this point. I don't want to do that. I don't want people at the end going, "Oh God, shut up." So I'm sorry for dropping that bomb on your show, man. But no, uh, we needed that though. Like it it definitely informs the list. Like it it it, it, it could just be my personal thing because like I'm an artist. And if I was recording something for solo purposes, and then one of my, I don't even care. What, I mean, I like all my bands, obviously, but if one of my bands did it, it would be just so out of line for me. It's, it is. It, she recorded those for the purpose of a left eye solo record. Like yeah. that's. And, and like, if they would have used the whole thing, that would have been another thing, but they just kind of cut the bits out to fit it in. Cause she never got a whole fucking track on that song. She always had like, a verse or two here and there. Yeah. So it's like they, they, they even take the whole essence of the song. They just took whatever they would give her in the song and use that. I just, it felt gross to me. It's really gross. Absolutely. But uh, with that, TLC, learn them and love them, people. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.